So I am regularly, regularly um, reminded how much or how little that we actually know about the world. And as soon as you pick one particular subject, it could be something that's extremely narrow and thinking about a particular topic that's extremely narrow. So, you know, um, I don't know, um, your fingernails or how um, buying decisions are made within a company or, um, I don't know, the, the impact of smiling on this world or the impact of frowning on this world. You take one little tiny subject like that or you you take something even like even narrower like you talk about the impact of smiling within your family or within within families in a broader sense and as soon as you do that you'll quickly realize and you start doing a quick little information search or what's called the literature search to look at all the current science on that and you'll quickly realize that we don't know anything about this stuff so you might come up with so you know give you an example with this right so you think about what is the impact of smiling in your family first of all um the number of papers that you're going to find the amount of research that you're going to find on this is probably going to be oh probably about 30 papers and then you're going to realize that once you look at those 30 papers you're going to look at it and you're going to say hey wait a minute um 25 of those is about speculation and how we think about this so-called theory and how we actually think about this now i'm not going to sort of conclude that i know about what the impact of smiling is on a family but um i want to say that that we we don't know too much right we we literally don't know that that much it's going to be very surface level right in terms of the understanding the models that we have of, of the impact of smiling but my guess is we actually don't know that much at all. And people would have overlooked that. Um, okay, so so let's say that collection of 30 is only 25 papers or 25 of them or theory and talking about it sort of broadly. And then there's five of them that have actually measured what the impact of smiling is in a family. Now, even still, of those five, they're measuring it in, in a very narrow sense, in a very narrow perspective. And maybe it's simply asking a silly question like, do you smile in your family? Or can you count the number of times that you smile in your family? The number of people that have actually gone into families and observed the impact of smiling that occurs, whether it's in the laboratory or within different families around the world is very slim. Now, I can almost bet money on that, that very few people have actually done this in a broader sense. And if anybody tells me that they know how the world works in general, that they can say that this is what the particular field is about, or this particular, this is what how the world actually works, and you simply have to do X, Y, and Z. I'm gonna call BS. I'm gonna call that they don't know what it is that's going on. As soon as you start looking at these sort of very narrow views of the world, and as soon as you start saying, hey, I know how the world works, 
you quickly can take any assumption, any little thing, whatever the thing that they're looking at, and start unraveling it and saying, wait a minute, this doesn't actually hold up. They don't know what they're talking about in this particular circumstance. You start to realize that the world is immensely complicated, and we really don't know how things work. And, you know, the question is, is, is our job as, as scientists or people sort of pondering the world, right? I'm going to say, you know, like the sort of broader scientist in, in, in people in general, right? People are just curious about the world. Is our job actually this idea of sort of accumulating facts? Or is it to ponder about the world a little bit more deeply? Now, if you have this view that we're accumulating facts and we're compounding facts upon facts upon facts to have this sort of unified view, I'm going to argue that um, you might arrive upon this sort of unified view eventually. But if, you're, if your view of the world is, I haven't got a friggin' clue how the world actually works, and I'm going to just ponder about it, that person that's just pondering about the world, that's just stumbling through things, is going to arrive upon that unified view of the world. And it's going to say, hey, wait a minute, did you not think about this? And that person that has a unified view of the world is going to say, no, I didn't. Or no, we didn't. And that entire unified world that they thought about is going to collapse. And it's not going to make that much sense after all. You know, you can think about anything. Gravity for example. We all know that gravity works. Or do we really know how gravity actually works? Yes, we know that there is this force that's pulling us towards the center of the Earth, but do we have a good sense of that? And can we actually generalize what that actually is across many different things? I want you to sort of think about that. Do we actually know what is that sort of gravitational force that is actually going on? And what is going on there? It seems easy, but then once you start getting into it, and I don't, I can't, I, I'm not going to even start to think about it, other than the fact of like, wait a minute, I don't really know how the world actually works with gravity. I know that there is a force of gravity, and I know that that is happening. I don't know how that works. That doesn't make sense to me. I can think of, I've got a lot of knowledge in terms of chemical engineering and how chemistry bonds work and all that kind of stuff. At least I could probably get back to that. But when I come back to, wait a minute, what the heck is gravity? And, and I'm going to be pondering about that and thinking, I don't know what gravity is. And so I need to actually take some studying. And now I'm going to say that I probably will arrive upon a really rich understanding of what gravity is if I take it at, you know, go into theoretical physics and start pondering all of that kind of stuff. But then, you know, once you get into that deeper understanding, you're going to come up with another question of like, what is this particular thing? I've never heard of that particular thing that is fundamental to gravitational forces. And we still don't know. So I'm going to say that you know, how much we sort of view the world and we can come up with unified views of the world. We don't know anything. We've got a lot to learn. And we've got many, many years of learning of what the world actually works and how it actually looks like. And when we begin to understand how the world actually works, we're going to find something else. Something else is going to change. And we're going to say, wait a minute, I have no idea what's actually going on here. 
So before you start saying, hey, all I have to do is this, that, and the other thing, and all we have to do is this, I'm going to beg you to wander around and just start saying, wait a minute, do we really know about this? I want you to think about something, you know, performance is a fundamental thing that's in my field. A strategy, as, as a, a business professor, we talk about performance all the time, like getting better, right? I cannot put my finger on what the heck performance actually is. Can I go into a company and say, this is what performance is? And somebody might say, oh, yeah, that's easy. That's return on investment. And I'm going to say, do people in the organization actually look at return on investment? You're going to say, yeah, sure, there actually is. There's a couple of people that pay attention to it. Well, that's only a couple of people out of a hundred and some people that are working in the organization. The rest of the people don't care. They're not paying attention to that. So why are those people there? Well, that's because that they have incentive to be there. Okay. Well, what about all of the other people that are that are contributing for free and are participating in organizations? Are they just there just for the heck of it? There's a lot of volunteer organizations. There's lots of complexity in how the world actually works in terms of, you know, even if you think, well, that, well, wait a minute, that's volunteer, that's fluffy stuff, right? Like these are volunteers. The largest organizations in the world, Google, Facebook, um, Twitter, um, I don't know, you name it. The largest organizations in the world are all based on people individually volunteering mass amounts of their time and effort for free to these organizations. Whenever you go onto Facebook, as soon as you click on something and you write something down on Facebook, you're contributing for free to this large organization. And people do this on mass scales. Why do we do this? Are we doing this because of return on investment? Are we doing this because of ROA? Is the performance of Facebook, is that really our return on, on assets? We know that when they did focus on, on performance and return on assets, it didn't work out very positively for them because they started making really not great decisions. So I want you to take a step back. And before you start assuming that you know how the world works and that you can come up with a unified structure of how the world actually works, I want you just to bumble around and start looking at your fingernails and start looking at whatever it is. Start looking at airplanes. I want you to think about, humans know how to fly, right? Do we really? Can we replicate how, air, um, how, how birds actually fly? If you look at how they actually fly, they're way different than how an airplane actually flies. And once you start questioning that, of like, wait a minute, why does the natural world work in this kind of way? And we have airplanes that work in that kind of way. And it might be the case that the natural world is far more efficient in terms of that's generally what happens. The natural world is an efficient way of actually ordering things. So that means that we have a lot to learn before we can actually get to some place that we can sort of make sense of the world. That's my two cents. I think we have a lot to learn 
It's going to be endless. I'm going to be old and gray and crusty and falling apart. And I'm still going to say, I don't know anything. And the world doesn't know anything. And we have so much to learn. So I'd encourage you to start pondering and thinking and start teasing apart the world and start being silly and stupid. The more that you're silly and stupid, the better off you're going to be. All right. Take care. And have a wonderful day.